I'm sorry. It just I got to that <laughs> ending where the chick turned into a beaver. And, We're gonna yeah. get to that. We're gonna get to that. <laughs> We're gonna get to that. But hello, hello, welcome. Another episode, theatrical conjecture and dissertation of fancy name for an unfancy show. It is I, one of your co-hosts, Don the Legend Chambers, coming to you from sunny Southern California and coming to us straight from the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> is your A. Stewart. How are you doing, Miss Stewart? I'm doing really good, Mr. Chambers. Wonderful. How is the weather? Wintery mix. Yes. <laughs> Wintery mix still. <laughs> No, it's on and off. Like, one day it'll be 75 degrees, and the next day it'll be sleet and 34, and it's like, what's happening? I bet you never thought, living where Mardi Gras happens, mm-hmm. that you would have some sleet pouring down on you. No, I really didn't think it got that cold down here. It, it definitely gets extremely hot. Yeah. And it's get, it's like, it's so humid, even in the wintertime, that the streets sweat so it looks like it's been raining even when it hasn't been just as everything is sweating i do not miss that humidity yeah it's not coming from florida myself oh man that humidity is is just not fun it is although my hair's never looked better so hmm. well there's that trade-off <laughs> there's always a trade-off yeah it's always a trade-off but i want to say welcome to our tens of listeners and always as a reminder for those of you brand new, you can always get in touch with us at our email, tcatpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're streaming on iTunes. You can find us under, under look under podcast and search tcat. We're there. Uh, we're also streaming on hipcast, hipcast.com. Again, search tcat. We've got a Facebook page. Uh, what is that address again, Ms. Stewart? It's uh, facebook.com slash podcast. Exactly. We've got episodes streaming on there. And we've got our own Twitter page now. We are at podcast, where uh, we look forward to people following us and letting us follow them and sending us tweets about whatever it is people tweet about. Tweets about notes. hashtags. And other <laughs> stuff. I don't know. I don't do it myself. I just like reading them because sometimes some of them are pretty damn funny. I'm just saying. Right on. But you know what? Let's get into a little Hollywood business talk, shall we? Business. Business. So I hear, Ms. Stewart, that a friend of yours is having a little situation. Oh, well, it's just dealing with representation. It's so difficult to know what the proper etiquette is for because I'm not even sure when mm. you have like you have an agent, but you're maybe trying to get another agent. It's considered bad etiquette to be shopping around while you currently have an agent. So are you supposed to sort of break up with your agent first and then go shopping? It's like a weird cross between a business relationship and a personal relationship. Yeah, that's and true. so it's like do you break up with your with your with this relationship before you you know you find another one because. You know, when you're when you're with a guy or a girl or whatever and you're in a relationship, obviously you should break up with them before you go shopping around. However, when you're an actor, you don't want to be left relationshipless. <laughs> you know? True. If there's a gap between your you know, your past agent and your and your your next True. agent that you're gonna have, like you don't want that gap. But it's it's very personal relationship that you have with these people. It's 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 very strange. The only thing I can say to that is, 
at one point when I had an agent and I got sent on what three, maybe four auditions mm-hmm. and they were all the auditions that I call the meet and greets. Like there really weren't any lines. It was just I get up there, stand there, I slate, I look to the left or right or wherever, and then I was kind of done. Oh, they just wanted to meet you. Right. Well, and, and because whatever it is they were looking for, they just wanted a look. Uh-huh. Obviously, they had mine, whatever role it was, what somebody would, was to look like, and then that was it, you know. Huh. Uh, I remember one of them was, I got specific instructions, tr- try to find like a white lab coat and some glasses, they're the, the looking for a doctor type of thing. I, I even got uh, a sides. And I had memorized these sides. Hmm. And then when I got there, they said, we want you to be just a regular, like, average Joe visitor. I was like, wait, I just bought this lab coat and all this stuff. And I didn't even have any lines. I was just supposed to look like a visitor. So, like, great. So, have you ever broken up with an agent before? Well, the thing I was going to get to was, and after just going on just these couple auditions, and I always told, you know, I made sure to stay in touch. I'm like, listen, whatever it is you want to send me on, please just send me. I am down. I'm cool with that. I will, if I can't make something for whatever reason, I will let you know. But as long as you get in touch with me and say, hey, can you do this? I won't turn you down for any other reason unless it's such a conflict that I can't make it happen, you know? But next thing you know, out of the blue, I just get this letter saying, since they supposedly couldn't find work for me. They were dropping me. Now, there was no formal talks beforehand. There was no kind of a sit down and say, I didn't. I don't know if they didn't even know how they were putting me out there for, or if they were really even trying so much, you know. Mm-hmm. It was just a letter out the blue. Hey, you're dropping me. Hope you have better luck uh, in future endeavors. And I was like, oh. Now, I didn't feel so bad about it because they they weren't, sending me out on hardly anything but it would have been cool if before they sent it to let me know and then maybe I could have told them some things that might have helped them and and maybe there were things that I could have been sent out on so basically what I'm telling you is these people it's all business it's all (laughs) business trust me look we would all love to try to be nice people in this Hollywood business and think that our kindness will be reciprocated. It's only going to be reciprocated with your actual friends. The people that you're doing business with will not reciprocate a goddamn thing unless it's beneficial to them. And that's the gist of it. Right. It, it, it really is. Because it's, it's about the, the money and, and, and whatever moves them up. And if they're not going to move you up and hold you back, Trust me, if you were dead weight to them, they would drop you in a second. And they wouldn't even think about talking to you about it to figure something out. So if they're dead weight to whoever, to, to anybody else, I say, cut it and move on. Just, just, just be done. I imagine you doing the hand movements that Uncle Joey used to do on Full House. <laughs> I was doing hand movements as, as I was talking that. to you. I'm a very handsy person. The hands move. You, know? you gesticulate a lot. <laughs> Listen, once once TCAD goes visual, which we have the plans for, but once it goes visual, you will see all gesticulations and hand movements. Word. But 
I'm telling you, it's you 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 have to you have to move on and do what's beneficial for you, and you have to get over trying to be nice to to those that you're doing business with because trust me, unless I know for sure that they would do the same for me, and I know they won't. No, there's no need. There's no need. It's all business. I mean, that goes for everybody out there. It's it's so difficult when you're in this business because everybody. It seems very personal because acting can be a very personal thing. You put your heart and your soul into a lot of projects. And then when it comes down to the end of the day, you realize that for most people on the business side of it, it's all about the money and it's all about the numbers. And they don't really have the same type of emotional investment that the, you know, actors or the director or the writers or people who are a little bit more on the creative side have. It's hard to sometimes come to terms with that, especially if you are a nice person, where it's just got to be business. Like, you have, you know, you can be a nice person, but you also have to be a savvy business person. Absolutely. Because certain people, I mean, you know, you'll definitely come across people within the business who who can appreciate the fact that if you're a nice person, you can work with. But there's lots of people who will see your niceness and they know it's a weakness and you know they'll just try to get over on you you know because everybody you know everybody's looking to use some other person for some other means and if if they can use you for whatever to get to whatever means and after they've gotten there you're not of any use to them anymore oh they'll they'll drop you quick you know mm-hmm. it's i mean look it's like they say it's you know it's not what you know it's who you know yeah and everybody is trying to know that right person or trying to get around that right person because then, you know, being in that aura of knowing this person can move them up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so it's, you know, you, you have to know how to how to play the game yourself in your own way. You know, if 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 you're willing to go and play that route, you can you, know, you can you can create the game on your own rules because there really aren't any rules, you know. There are no rules. I mean, everybody everybody makes it in their own weird, crazy way. Yeah. And so I, I I'm I'm a you know firm believer in fuck it, make your own rules, find your own niche, do whatever it is you feel that could possibly you know maybe get you to wherever you want to go. I'm just saying in terms of when it comes to doing business, don't don't play Mister Nice Person too too much because you know. People will definitely try to to get over on you that way. That's for sure. And mm-hmm. especially agents too. With well, the amount at of the end of the day, it's you know they have however big their roster is, and yeah. it's about the numbers. Yeah. And there's God knows how many clamoring out there for an agent that they can pick from. You know. Right. So I'm sure I'm sure we're all just cattle to them. Is it just about finding that one prize steer, you know, <laughs> that lands yeah. all the jobs and gets them all that, you know, good commissions, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't mean to, to make a, a reference that we're all cows, but I'm just saying. Right, they, don't, they don't call it a cattle call for nothing. Uh, see? I'm telling you. There is some truth behind all that sort of stuff. A little bit. All but right. It, but then, you know, on a sort of, I guess a saddish note, 
you know, there was the passing of Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Which, it was kind of messed up because he was a damn good actor. Yeah, I would always kind of hope that I'd get a chance to work with him someday. But I can't say I felt bad because you kind of know what you're walking with when you're taking heroin. You really know that you're definitely gambling with every time you shoot up. I mean, there's no... Oh, for sure. But, I mean, addiction is what it is. Oh, yeah. It's... And, you know, and, and if you know you've fallen off the wagon, because supposedly there was a report that he told somebody that he's fallen off, mm-hmm. I would hope that if you know that you've fallen off, you somebody would have known and tried to get you right back in a rehab or, or maybe you'd take yourself because, you know, the... heroin it's is no joke. It's difficult, though, when you're, you know, uh, reach that level of celebrity to But it know shouldn't be. Because there's no... Who's, who's, no, I'm just saying who's with you and who's with you for the ride and who's oh, with you for well, the money yeah. and who's with you for your fame and then who's really with you. Like, it's difficult to see who's really with you, you know? Like, I'm I'm seeing all the stuff about Jennifer Lawrence and how she's kind of everybody's favorite on the internet, but you don't know that girl. I mean, we don't know her, really. And it's got to be so crazy for her. I just saw that she said that she was, uh, after this next Hunger Games movie, she's going to take a year sabbatical and just kind of go on vacation. But it's got to be difficult for her because everybody talks about how much they love her and how funny she is and how smart and charming and everyone's obsessed with Jennifer Lawrence, but she doesn't really know who's really there for her. I wish I could go on a vacation for a year. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, I mean, I know what you're saying. I gotta it's be honest. It's good to have a support system in place kind of before, before the reach fame. that level. Right. Yeah. So I, I hope she has, you know, a good family and I hope she's got like a core group of friends that she's known for a while. Mm-hmm. And as long as she has that, she'll be fine. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. not worried about her. Because, look, once I'm starting, you know, to rolling in the dollars, and then the big budget stuff is making the money, you know what I mean. Yeah. All of these other people that are going to come around, I'm going to shake their hands, be like, hey, this is great. And they're going to be like, let's do lunch, let's do dinner. I'm like, absolutely, let's do, let's go, let's go, let's go. But I'm going to know that they're all full of shit. It's just so crazy, like, how much is too much information and what, like, I... You know, we were talking about Googling people. Like, I Googled myself today, and my web presence is kind of bigger than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm not 100% comfortable with that. So it's like, how much is too much for people to know about you? And and I was watching, <laughs> this is really off uh, personality, but I was watching um, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, God. So, like... Literally, I watched it for, like, 30 seconds. And, and what I got from it was, it was kind of amazing. This It was, like, a meta episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I don't know if uh-huh. this kind of thing goes down all the time, but it was, like, this this meta lesson on fame where um, Kim and her sister, the little one. Courtney? Yeah, her and her uh-huh. husband. They were having, like, brunch or something. And... Um, Kim got a text from Lamar Odom 
and he was asking her advice because he was kind of having, you know, he's been having problems with his dad or mm-hmm. whatever, and he was on the outs with his dad, and he wanted to know if he should, like, he wrote a Twitter response to his dad. I guess his dad made some kind of comments on Twitter. I don't know. But he wrote a Twitter response to his dad. So Kim proceeds to read the Twitter response on the air, okay? And then, but she's having this conversation with um, Courtney and and her husband, uh, Scott, um, about whether or not he should leave this Twitter. And so (laughs) then, like, Scott says in the straightest freaking face that he could possibly muster that that's a personal issue and it shouldn't be made public. We like he shouldn't tweet a Twitter response to his dad after <laughs> Kim just read it out loud on her show in public. Like I, I was, I was so confused. I didn't even know what to think about that. Like, does he not think that the cameras there are really taping anything? That yeah. their conversation's really private? I'm, I'm gonna say first off, we are never gonna talk about keeping up with the Kardashians ever again. No, but no. it was. Rough. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna let we're gonna let this one slide. Number one, it gave me such a headache. I turned it. I was like, that was the thirty seconds that I watched because I didn't know what to yeah. do. Number two, um, I I will say just to speak on on the part about the Twitter. One thing I've never ever 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 understood when it comes to Twitter stuff is a why anybody feels the need to put anything of any personal nature out there. Like, I still don't think people understand that once you put something on the Internet, it is there forever. Oh, yeah. There is no erasing it. I mean, you might be able to scrub it and hide it from a – you can't Google search it. I mean, most normal people say they can't get it. But it is there, and it can be found. And the second you post something unsavory, somebody's going to have and then repost it. And then another thing is, what makes people think that actually posting out whatever ignorant thought crosses your mind is a good idea in any way, shape, or form? Especially if you're a public figure. Even if you're not a public figure. It's like, why, why bother even... If you even think that, ah, this could receive some sort of backlash or whatever, then why put it out there? Why? Because it, it, it doesn't matter either way. It's better if you just keep it to yourself. Look, if you're a racist, just stay a racist to yourself. Don't put it out there. You will save yourself an immense amount of aggravation. Wasn't there a thing like a girl was going, she was on a business trip and she was going to Africa and she posted something about like, oh, I hope I don't get AIDS. Like, it was like a joke and then and she got like, fired before like, she I, even landed. Like, like, like yeah, I won't because I'm white or whatever. Oh, and, right, right. And maybe she thought that was going to be the funniest thing in the world. But it's like, but it's like what, what, what made you th- just keep it to yourself? She got fired before that plane even landed. Yeah. Look, and it may sound crazy. I, to me, look, all all the, the people that, that hate something, just keep it to yourself. It'll save you aggravation. Stupid people, if you can't spell, keep it to yourself. <laughs> Don't put it out there because then you sound dumber than you might actually be. 
Well, if, it's just this culture of celebrity that we have. Like, why do you even think that people care? I don't, I don't, don't understand. See, that was part of the reason why I left Facebook. I don't care what you have for breakfast. Don't care right, where you're right. going for dinner. I don't care like Instagram. about, you know, I don't care about, look at this picture of this cute cat. Uh, <laughs> click on this for Peter, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. I was really on there. I, I at the time was on there because when I was working certain jobs and people would be like, look, hey, just follow me on Facebook. And, you know, if, you know, if you're ever looking for something, just send me a message there, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, cool. And, you know, I could find some friends and some family. And I was just kind of doing it to keep in touch. And I'm thinking, you know, whenever family just might email me or, you know, or whatever, I didn't necessarily need for somebody to, to post all the time. Because I admit, I put some posts out there, but I was never really an everyday kind of a poster. Mm-hmm. But, man, when people just post every second, every day, I'm like... I'm like, you know what? I just couldn't do it anymore. Could mm-hmm. and I figured whoever really needs to get a hold of me, they've got my phone number and they've got my email, they'll get a hold of me. <laughs> and so, you know, this whole thing with Twitter, I, I don't understand. I'm like, I do not understand why people want everything that they do put out there because that that kind of stuff is half most of it's pointless and then half of it just gets them in trouble. So it's like, why do you keep doing it? I don't know. So people are super, super famous to their tiny pocket of followers, you know. And in like even um, you've heard about this George Zimmerman celebrity boxing thing. Oh God! I can't even fathom how this is a thing. I I'm angry. I'm like I'm angry at DMX. Why would you agree to that? Because he wants to beat him down, which I can but understand it, on it, some but level, it, but it doesn't have. But to it be doesn't like do televised. anything. Well, he gets the paycheck for beating down George Zimmerman. DMX probably needs that check, too. Oh, DMX (laughs) needs a bunch of
episode it turns out um miss stewart here is kind of a big thing in yugoslavia and poland no sorry <laughs> czechoslovakia, czechoslovakia and poland <laughs> she's kind of got that uh you know eastern europe locked down so to speak and it's it's all because of the uh the series that i worked with her on uh zoe and chloe private detectives which you can find on youtube and and uh is, has on web page what's it called uh, Zoe and Chloe TV.com. Zoe and Chloe TV.com. You can find there. Now, I'm kind of hoping that if, if, uh, if Miss Stewart, if you don't mind, hmm. you might grab one of those, um, one of those, uh, autograph requests and, and maybe you can share them with our tens of listeners. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. I want to, I want to hear that. I want to, I want to hear the fans in Czechoslovakia and, and hear, and, and hear what fandom over there sounds like. Okay. Let's hear them in awe of wanting your autograph. No, I mean, these are, you know, pretty nice. Nice guys. That's what I'm let, let, let's, let's go. Let's hear it. Okay. I have one here from the Philippines. Nice. Does the person put a name in there? Uh, Yeah, his name is Darwin. Do your best. <laughs> Uh, dear Miss Jure, a pleasant day to you, man. I am Darwin. Man? Ma'am. Oh, ma'am. I'm Darwin from the Philippines, and I was wondering if I could respectfully request for your autograph. If it's not too much of an inconvenience to you, I am a big fan of yours here. Hope you can grant my request. Thanks in advance, and more power. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. See, that was nice. When was that sent to you? Mandula Yong City, Philippines. No, no, no. What, what was the date that was sent to you? Hmm? What date was that sent to you? Um, that was the 17th. Of January? January. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll let him get by with his happy birthday Oh, no, his thing. first request was, yeah, the 15th. Okay. I, I emailed back to ask him where he knew me from. I was like, what? Because that was when they first started rolling in. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get another one. Let's get another one. All right. Let me find one of my. Give Dar- we, we just give Darwin a shout out. 
Yeah. Oh, here's one from Germany. All right, Germany. Here's one from Germany. Um, Dear Shrey, I'm from Germany, and I like your performances, and I'm a great admirer of you. I would therefore be happy if you could send me hand-signed autographed photos of you from my small collection. Um, If you could please send me two, one for me and one for my girlfriend, Anna, I would be very pleased if you could (laughs) fulfill my wishes. Many thanks in advance for your kindness. Success may always be at your side. So flowery. Yeah, this is a Dietmar from Germany. Dietmar from Germany. Nice. I like that. Yeah, that's very nice. Let's get one more. Let's get a trifecta. I'm trying to find one of my, like, one of the earlier ones. Those were from... Ah, here we go. Oh, that's Canada. Dear Miss Stewart, I would like to wish you all the best for 2014 to you and your loved ones and congratulate you on your fabulous career so far. Would you please be able to send me a picture personally hand-signed by yourself? I am a passionate admirer of yours, and I would really appreciate it. Thanks. Passionate. <laughs> That's from Quebec. <laughs> passionate? Well, who's this person? Mark with the C from Quebec. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did, did, did you show that one to Mark with a K? <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> I I don't know. I I'm when, when he sees that he passionately would like a. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think Mark's gonna dig that. Oh, he'll be okay. He might have you cut. He's like, nope, done. You are not going to Canada ever. <laughs> <laughs> Too many passionate fans over there. <laughs> Trying to find one of the ones from. Poland. Oh, here's the one from Poland. Because the one from Poland was odd because it came as one long line that I had to scroll through rather than individual sentences. And I don't know if that was just the format of their email. He didn't quite have any punctuation in there? No, it's like one long horizontal line that I had to, like, scroll sideways to read the whole email. Oh, yeah. That that sounds like a formatting kind of an issue. Yeah. All right. Let's hear that one. Dear Sheree. I am one of your most faithful fans here in Poland, and I decided to write to you to express my great acclaim to your work. I think you are a great actress, and I love watching when you play. It would be the best gift ever if you could please send me your picture or autograph, as I probably will not be able to meet you face-to-face. Owning a gadget signed by you would be an awesome pleasure for me. Here is my address. Thank you for reading my letter, and thanks for fulfilling my wish. Yours sincerely. Damien. <laughs> I kind of think that some of these two, well, obviously some of them are, like, English as a second language, but I feel like some of them are kind of young, too, which is our demographic for our show. Right. For for, for, for Zoe and Chloe in, in, in his present incarnation, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I've gotten a couple awesome. that, that's like, my birthday's coming up. Can you please send me one for my birthday? Like, I've had two or three that, that were, mm-hmm. like, happy birthdays, which that was kind of sweet. It's like, nice. So um, I'm putting this challenge out to our tens of listeners <laughs> here in America. Come on now. America needs to show up. <laughs> we got all of Eastern Europe just, just <laughs> filling up her email here. We need America to start asking for some, uh, some autographs. So, uh, you know, send some stuff to tcatpodcast at gmail.com and let's get going. Let's we don't lose to Czechoslovakia and Poland. We just don't do that. 
<laughs> so right so on. pretty soon you're gonna be getting you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pull out some all the headshots you've got, girl, and start sending those out. I know, I know. It's kinda of adding up a little bit. But it's it's cool. It's like, you know, what's you know, four or five dollars a week for postage. But when I run out of headshots, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> those are kind of expensive <laughs> to get printed up. <laughs> well listen. When I'm not you making that big actor money yet. So. When when you see this next horde of email requests come through, <laughs> you're gonna be like, "Damn, I I, I can't tell these people no." I yeah, no. Yeah. Just can't do it. Mark said I should put a thing on my my website that makes like it's like a PayPal like to charge people. You can't do that now. I don't want to do that. Yeah. No, can't do that now. No, no, no. Got well, to... now's the only time I can do it because I'm poor now. Like, if I'm True. making big money, then I wouldn't do it. Like... True. But, you know, <laughs> come on. Look, we're all going to be poor together for right now. You yes, can't charge people. Poor together. You can't charge people. Now, no, if... I wouldn't charge them to make money off it. I'd charge right. them to break even on the printing and the postage. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I will tell anybody, if they send any sort of email asking for a signed uh, picture for my autograph, I don't have that, so I will send you an actual postcard with my signature on it. <laughs> You'll get that. Now, what it'll be a postcard of, who knows? I'll just mix have and match stuff like, up. Have you made your official autographed signature? It's just my signature. Really? You don't have a different one? I totally have a different one. No, I'm just going to use my signature. Like I have I have a legal signature, which is contract signature, and then you know when you join SAG, they they make you have an autograph signature that's part of your I don't know you're signing up with the union, oh. like you have your autograph signature, but because you're going by Donald S. Chambers, right, for your right. actor, right? Stuff. But your does your legal signature have your middle initial? No. I mean, I, I'll throw my, I'll throw my middle initial in there, but. For actually how it looks, eh, I'm not going to change yeah. it too much because it just comes. My so autograph signature, I have to say, is very nice. You practiced, huh? I have. Like my legal signature is just whatever. It's just standard cursive signature, but my autograph signature is really cool. No, <laughs> I have not given it not given it a whole lot of of, of thought, but um. Yeah, I, I think I, about these things. Oh, please. Look, the day somebody decides to send me an email for an autograph, honestly, I'm going to be like, that's a spam email. Somebody is I totally... spam at first, too, but then they just started, they kept coming, so... Somebody is totally spamming me. I won't, I, I won't even believe it. Oh, I'll still send something. Again, <laughs> you'll get, a, like, a, a postcard that says, wish you were here in Mexico, but, I mean, you know... <gasps> I'll do that much with the little signature saying, here you go, and then that's it.
Speaking of legitimately famous people, um, you haven't seen the new Vanity Fair Hollywood edition cover? First off, you're assuming that I'm ever reading Vanity Fair. No. I don't read Vanity Fair either, but the Hollywood edition is a thing that comes out every year, and it's got, like, the hot new celebrities of the year and, you know, people who are up for Oscars for the next year. But see... This year is kind of a landmark because half of the people on this cover are black. And it's kind of amazing. Like, I've never seen a Vanity Fair cover like this before. I'm in shock. I will check it out to look at that. But my whole thought has been... I might have to make it be our our cover photo for our uh, Facebook page for a little bit. That's fine. (laughs) By all means, do that. But see, my whole thing has always been, and it applies to award shows... I don't believe in them. I believe <laughs> I believe the Oscars, Screen Actors Guild, whatever else is just one big circle jerk of look how great oh, we are. You know? Absolutely. And it, it 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 I don't know how you choose what movie is better than another. I don't know how you quantify which actor or actress was better than another. And you know, you watch it, and it's it's the same people there with maybe that one or two new person who most likely than not you may never see again. Right. So I, I don't – I'm not interested in the basic Hollywood circle jerk. It's like whatever, you know, have your fun, praise – I mean, they, they, all they do is they, they praise themselves so much. It, it, at, at certain times, I'm like, do you guys not get a sense of how almost ridiculous – all of this self-praise comes off, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, e- even when the presenter is up there and, and you know, sometimes they read the winner and they're like, my good friend, you know, and, and it's like, we get it. You all love each other. You're all insanely talented. Blah, 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 blah. You know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I don't want to hear about how intense... It was working on this one movie. Please, you worked on a movie. You did a good job. Don't give me this sob story about how hard it was. It really wasn't. Just let it go. It's definitely the greatest job in the world. And I, for one, don't need a pat on the back for being allowed to do it. I mean, please. It's a privilege for sure. you, You, when you're the actor... And if you're the star, you, you're 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 coddled through it, you know, and and you're paid insane amounts of money to just do that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And, and you're coddled through the process. You're given a place to stay. You're fed. God knows if you need anything at any time. They send somebody else out to get it. You're only working for like however many months out the year, and then you're done, and you're paid an insane amount. Insane amount. Insane amount. There's there should be no reason you get up in anywhere and say, you know, and have to talk about you know what an intense process it was, and you know, but I you know made it through. I don't need to hear any of that shit. Yeah, and I, I can't stand when they when certain actors um, compare it to going to war, being or anything, or something no. serious like that. No, no, it, it's not serious at all. That's why sometimes method actors annoy me because I think method actors they're, they're just I'm like it's it's not necessary. 
sometimes to me they take it so far that they make it seem like it's this it's it's this it's so hard to get into this character and like they it's like Daniel Day Lewis being Lincoln all the time. <laughs> like really, dude. Or learning how to be a cobbler, or you know, not getting out of the wheelchair. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> okay, I think it's. I mean, to me, it does take it a little extreme. There's such a pretentiousness about it sometimes. It's like, okay, uh, fine. I, I, that's why I can't. I can't look at it. Can't watch it. It's like I, I don't need to hear any of that anymore because. It's not that – look, it's make-believe. You make – you pretend yeah. all day. You don't cure cancer. <laughs> you're not rescuing children. No. You not are pre- for real. <laughs> you know, you're pretending. So don't give me award show. I would only ever go to an award show, ever, is if, if I got invited – I think I would go to say I got invited to like a SAG and then you know like Emmys or Oscars. I would go to each of them once because I would want I, I just have to see for myself what the Golden Globes look hella fun and the Golden Globes too. I would have to to go to them once because I I just just that one time to see sitting down there if it comes off just as sort of smug and pretentious as how I see it through the TV. And I would only need to go once. Even if I got nominated again, I don't I don't I wouldn't necessarily feel the need to have to go again. Somebody else can pick up the trophy if I win it or not. I could care less. You know? Just one time is all I would need. It's like, okay, it, yeah, it's just the same backslapping as like what I think I see on TV and then that's fine. See, it's different for you guys because you know, a tux is a tux is a tux, <laughs> you know. But for, for women, it's like an opportunity to wear another different, completely different, fabulous dress <laughs> at, at a time. Like, it's just this amazing so, opportunity so to wear, like, this amazing jewelry that you get lent and these so, dresses. And- so award shows, it's about wearing the dresses. It, it's Absolutely. about the 100%. It's Absolutely. not even about the award itself. I don't even give a crap. For me, I would go to every single one so I could wear a completely different fabulous dress. <laughs> I don't even care who wins. Don't even care. It's you about know what? the dress. Okay. If you go, like say, you know, whatever you're doing, you're going to the Golden Globes or let's say SAG. No, I'm going to make it SAG because okay. just looking at the SAG Awards, it looks like the air is just filled with 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 smugness, like from that South Park. Yeah, because this one is like the actors from the actors to yeah. the actors there's, one. There's yeah. so much, like from South Park, there's so much smug that looks like it's in the air at SAG. Yeah. I better see you there with whatever dress you want to wear. I better see you chewing gum, listening to your iPad, doodling. Okay? It's oh, yeah, no. Totally not, not paying attention. Because if you're there engaging in the smug, I will be so disappointed. It's all about, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be there looking at everybody's dresses, like totally engaged with everybody's shoes. Oh my gosh. Like I'm totally going to be fully consumed with what everybody's wearing and their shoes (laughs) and their jewelry. (laughs) Because the first awards that I ever go to, I'm going to make sure I, I might even bring my own camera. That I've got like an iPod, 
and I'm going to be taking pictures with my camera all around or videotaping. I'm going to be doing everything I possibly can except really kind of paying attention to what's going on. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to make sure. I, I'm going to do everything. If I have to bring – you know those books where you, you fill in like noun or adjective or verb? What are those books called? Uh, um, Mad Libs? Mad Libs. I'll bring a I'll bring a book of Mad Libs, and just and fill those out while the show's going on. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, that would I, be cool. You could fill in the Mad Libs with stuff that people say in their speeches. If if I'm even paying attention, which I, I might not be, who knows? I mean, ugh, award shows. Bah. I'll check out the Vanity Fair cover now that you say that because I'm I'd be curious as to who they put on there. I love it. It's the the dresses and. It's just so nice to see brown people on the cover of a magazine, this particular issue, because so often it's extremely, like, white, 20-something, skinny women on the cover of this particular, when they have, like, the Young Hollywood issue, like, that's always what it is. Yeah. And it's just kind of nice. See, now, if you had mentioned, like, hey, had you seen the cover of the King magazine, I'd have been like... Well, which one? I've seen quite a few King magazines. <laughs> I've seen quite a few covers. And there's always a brown person on the cover of a King magazine. You know. Oh, I don't even when, know what like, that I, is. Well, you know, it's like, um, I'll let you go right now and Google King magazine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a booty magazine. Damn. <laughs> There's no skinny bitches in there. Let me tell you that much. It's a big booty magazine. Nice. Speaking of big booties. <laughs> See? King brings everybody together. No, you know how Lay's <laughs> has this contest for Make a Flavor? I did not know they had this contest. Well, last year they had it, and then the winner was cheesy garlic bread, and they had, like, the sriracha flavor and the chicken and waffles flavor lays that were the runner-ups. Oh, yeah. Okay, I know. I got you. I, I totally entered it last year, and I made one that was Carolina coleslaw, and it was, like, a milder version of ranch. The Internet will turn on you really quickly if you give them something that's not worth their time. And cheesy garlic bread was such a boring flavor to have one out of all of the submissions that this time the Internet's not having it. So the flavors that have been popping up on the website have been like orange juice and toothpaste, you know, sour cream and pennies. <laughs> I saw one. It was like spicy barbecue horse's butthole, like, <laughs> like stuff like that. So I made one, awesome. and I was really effing proud of this flavor. It was strip club buffet, <laughs> and and it was like the flavors. It was going to be hot wings, vinegar, and cinnamon sugar body glitter. <laughs> <laughs> and it was strip club buffet, and I was so excited about it. But they wouldn't let me. They wouldn't let me submit that flavor. Why? I was really upset. Why? Because they they I guess they have filters up now. <laughs> I know they had they had barbecue horses buttholes and they wouldn't let me do strip club buffet. What, what, what? Um, because they they said that um my title I needed to change my title it was too risque and so then I changed it to exotic dance club buffet and it just it just wasn't working like That's they weren't taking it they weren't but horses it. butthole gets through somehow yeah 
Yeah, horses. Maybe that's why, like, they put the filters up after they started getting all these ridiculous flavors. They're like, whoa, who put the horse's butthole up here? Hold on. Because people took it seriously last year. Like, people were submitting legitimate flavors last year. But then cheesy garlic bread wins, which is just so schmeh. Like, they just repackaged their normal sour cream and, you know. Basically. Sour cream and cheddar. Yeah. Horse's butthole. <laughs> yeah, barbecue horse's butthole. I, you know, sometimes I tell you. Maybe if you help me think of a cleaner version to get across the point that it's a strip club buffet, and I'll I'll submit it again. <laughs> I would say it would <laughs> it would have to be something like uh, it would be something something like um, you know uh, crazy horse like hot wing buffet and and and. Um, and and uh, the absence of daddies. I mean, you know, it's like. <laughs> yeah, like how do you get that across? Like, what's a good way to say you know, that? Just... A, a, a father's tears and. <laughs> a father's tears. You know. Tears. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. That's good. That might get through the censors. Yeah, it could probably would. Please take it, use it, run with it, by all means. Father's tears. Cause... And it's vinegar. <laughs> Because my, my tagline was the vague aroma of vinegar fried meat and father's and and body fears and shame and shame <laughs> and shame. <laughs> or maybe instead it'll be disappointment now. Oh yeah, yeah. and daddy's disappointment. That's pretty. That's you know that's awesome. That's pretty awesome. I'm gonna get on that right now. And if I if they let it through the censors, I'm totally putting it up on the Facebook page. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Remember when we first met John McClane? Argyle picked him up from the plane And took him down to Nakatomi Tower To meet with Holly He came to get her back and to be her man But Hans and his buddies fucked up the plan And that's about when everything went sour At the Christmas party And the terrorists were overzealous But it was sweet when they killed Ellis And with a little help from Alan John McClane came down We're gonna
is we've got the Sochi Olympics, right? Oh, my god! there's the whole thing have... about, you know, Sochi problems. Hashtag Sochi yeah. problems. <laughs> Some of the funniest things I've seen is with their whole toilet situation. Yeah. And there's the Crazy. one picture I've seen of, like, <laughs> side-by-side toilets. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the internet being the internet, some people have some great comments, and, like, one of them was, like... <laughs> It was talking about how, you know, you, you can hold hands and encourage each other. <laughs> like, that's pretty fucking awesome. Have you seen some of the other ones? The other toilets? There's one with a toilet and there and then across the wall, like right in front of it, are like three chairs which like yeah. people waiting <laughs> to use it. <laughs> I'm like I don't know, but the, the, some of the captions were like the, that was the judges table they judged <laughs> you everywhere. I mean, it is, it's absolutely mind-blowing. I'm like, this can't be real, but it, 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 oh, it is, and it's... Did you see the half toilet? No, I didn't see the half toilet. There was one where it was half a toilet, like half, like cut in half, vertically, but it was attached to the wall. Like, how would you even use half a toilet? Don't know. And, and it's it's crazy because they got the Olympics because they bid um, yeah. twelve billion dollars. Yeah. That's what the bid was, and they undercut all the other um, places. And supposedly they spent like what fifty billion or something. Fifty. This is the most expensive Olympics in history. Or have you seen the one with with the toilet? And there's a sign that says, "Don't flush toilet paper. Put it in the bin provided for you." No, I haven't seen. I'm that. like. Who is going to put the shitty ass toilet paper in the bin? Who's got to clean that bin? Uh, oh, it's. I highly recommend to our tens of listeners if you haven't seen Sochi problems yet, or if you haven't ha- looked it up on Twitter. Lord, please do. It is just hours, and 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 then there's the whole stray dog problem. I know. I just read an article about the stray dog. And. Before this, and, and look that up because there's great video and pictures of dogs just just rolling yeah. onto the the courses for the events that have already started. Well, the dogs they would be just like chilling, like that's kind of a thing that they do, and people didn't mind them. Like they'd go on the subway and chill and take a ride, and then get off where they're getting off. Like like they knew where they were going. Like the dogs are <laughs> the dogs just, just chilling. Yeah, they're just chilling. They're not doing anything. Somebody sent a picture. A stray dog made its way into the stadium. 
and was and was standing on one of the levels overlooking the freaking uh, opening ceremonies. <laughs> Straight dogs of Sochi made it to the opening ceremonies. It's like, how does that happen? Because they're everywhere, apparently. But they were just part of the, the atmosphere of Sochi. Like, the stray dogs just chilling. I swear. I've, I I told somebody at work, I was like, this is this is gold. Every day I look forward to going on to the – because the TV, NBC probably won't really show it. But I look forward to going to the internet and seeing more of the Sochi stuff. Because this – you can't ask for anything better. This is just heaven sent. If I was a comedian, it's, it's comedic gold comedic gold yeah pretty much absolutely awesome awesome well it, this has been wonderful this has been another great episode i must say it's fun it's fun time some more good stuff more good stuff <laughs> uh again we want to tell everybody out there if you want to get a hold of us you can always email us at gmail it's tcatpodcast at gmail.com we've got a facebook page uh what is our facebook uh, address there miss stewart it's facebook.com slash podcast. Exactly. You can uh, stream episodes on there. Check out our other little multimedia goodies. Uh, send us an email there as well. Uh, we've also got a Twitter page set up, which is at TCATpodcast. So uh, by all means, uh, follow us. Uh, we'll follow you back. You know, send us stuff. Hashtag us. You know, whatever. All that good stuff. I don't know Twitter very well, but do it. Uh, we're on iTunes. Just go to podcast and search TCAD. We're just scroll down or on that page. And we're also on hipcast.com, which is hipcast.com, and then search TCAD. And there you can stream us and you can download, you know, any past episodes you might have missed there as well. Um, this is normally time we give our, our special thanks to people. You have any special thanks, uh, Ms. Stewart? Um, I'd like to thank my tens of fans. It's been really nice to have that. That's pretty I really cool. appreciate it. That is pretty awesome. I mean, not everybody has got Europe locked down like that. Right? <laughs> that is pretty freaking. Or get something from the Philippines. That is very cool. You know? Uh, I'm going to have a special thanks to my uh, car insurance agent who some way, somehow sent me a letter the other day stating that uh, the DMV has that my license is expired and was going to kick me off my insurance but then through some um, I don't know ridiculous uh, and what I thought was painfully obvious observations since I've been with him for how many years realized that he was looking at my Florida license which had expired God knows how many years ago so uh, let's give a thanks to Reading, because obviously that failed him right there in whatever he was doing. I'm going to give a, a special thanks to Reading, because, you know, when you do it right, it makes everything go well. LeVar Burton would be proud. Yes. Way to go, LeVar. Uh, <laughs> as always, we've got to thank the man, the myth, the legend behind that, that gave both of us the encouragement to do this podcast. And, of course, Mr. George Cloney. George? Always got a spot here. I'm willing to talk to you anytime about anything. I realize you're probably a little busy. We'll let it slide. But, you know, 2014, come on. Let's get this thing rolling. So, until next time, Miss Stewart, it is a pleasure. Yes, always. We'll see y'all later. Bye.
Get my hands on them crazy, sick fucking bastards. Payback time. I mean, I will get them. We'll get them. No, I don't doubt it. Well, I got to drain my wizard. Why don't I use your commode? Knock yourself out. Thank you. Welcome. You asshole, do you want this little girl to die, or that little girl, or yourself, or your bosom buddy with the badge? Now, I don't want to do it, but I will turn this place into the fucking wild bunch if I think that you are fucking with me. What do you want from me? I did what you said. You let him use the bathroom. No store does that. He comes in here every day and we bullshit. He's used my toilet a thousand times. If I told him no, he'd know something right. was up. I want him out of here, in his car, and down the road, or you can change the name of this place to Benny's World of Blood. Were you giving that pig signals? Are you kidding? I didn't do anything. He says you were scratching. I wasn't scratching. Are you calling him a liar? I'm not calling him a liar, okay? I'm simply saying if I was scratching, I don't remember scratching. And if I did scratch, it's not because I was signaling the cop. It's because I'm fucking scared shitless. Wait a minute. The guy's in the bathroom. Why don't I just go back there, shoot him in the back of the head, and we can get the hell out of here? Don't do that. Look. You asked me to act natural, I'm acting natural. In fact, under the circumstances, I think I had to get a fucking Academy Award for how natural I'm acting. You asked me to get rid of him, I'm doing my best. Well, your best better get a hell of a lot fucking better, or you are gonna feel a hell of a lot fucking worse. Everybody be cool. You be cool. Yeah!